episode of Sleep Whispers. I'm Harris, and this is my curious little podcast of whispered ramblings and whispered readings, which I hope will help you to relax and fall asleep. This is episode number 210, and specifically, it's a Whisperpedia episode about dreams and the process of dreaming, which is something I hope you will be experiencing very shortly. (laughs) If you are a new listener, then welcome to my little world of whispers. Each week I rotate through one of six types of episodes to calm those overactive squirrels running around in your brain. These episodes include story time episodes, trivia time episodes, chat episodes, batch episodes, fade-out episodes, and tonight you'll hear a Whisperpedia episode, which means I've selected an interesting Wikipedia article to read to you. If you're interested in listening to over 200 more Whisper episodes like this one, or listening to my special eight-hour-long episodes of nature sounds and background noises, like raindrops, ocean waves, ceiling fans, and white noise, then feel free to click the links in the show notes or visit my website at sleepwhispers.com. Oh, and a special announcement about a price drop. If you're looking for some comfortable headphones to use while falling asleep to my podcast, I have some great news about comfy phones, which those are the soft headbands that have flat speakers and They also have a sleep mask built into them. They just dropped their price from $40 to $26. And that's, I'm going to make sure I do this math right, that's $14 less. And if you use the link in my show notes, you'll get an additional 5% off. They just told me about this, and I don't know how long this big price drop will last, so I guess grab them while you can. Alright, why did I choose dreams for tonight's Whisperpedia? 
it was inspired by my listener Kimmy, who suggested I read something about dreams. This was a great suggestion. I think most people are intrigued by dreams and the curious process of dreaming. I have done a prior Whisperpedia about lucid dreaming in episode 51, and I also did a guided relaxation to lucid dreaming in episode 140, but this episode will be about typical nighttime dreaming. All right, here's my perspective about the normal process of dreaming. To me, dreaming is like a psychotic state. You're seeing, hearing, and experiencing something that isn't real even though you truly believe at the moment that it is real. You probably have never experienced an actual psychotic episode while you're awake. Like, one day you were walking down the street with your friends and you suddenly saw thousands of pink bunnies hopping down the road with you, and you think they're real at that moment, but none of your friends saw those pink bunnies because you made them up in your mind. That would be a psychotic episode, and that is really bizarre, and you probably will never experience a moment like that. Except, here's the weird part, you have, you experience that every night when you fall asleep and you dream. Your mind just makes stuff up, which means your mind has the ability to do that anytime, even during the day, but it doesn't. This is what makes dreams so interesting to me. Dreams are like your brain's way of saying, Hey buddy, I could mess with your reality during the day at any time. I could just make stuff up and you'd believe it. But I'm not going to do that. I'm only going to do that when you sleep. Super bizarre. Alright, anyway, I'm rambling. Here are some interesting questions I'll address tonight about dreams. How long does an average dream last? I'd heard that it was seven seconds, but spoiler alert, 
I was fed some wrong information when I was younger. Do dreams get longer or shorter as your sleep progresses? How many total dreams does the average person have in one night? How much total time each night is spent dreaming? What was Freud's basic view on dreams? During what stage of sleep do dreams occur? What factors influence your ability? Call dreams. Which brain regions and neurotransmitters are involved in dreaming? You probably already know that dogs and cats dream, but what about elephants? with telling you about lots of different theories about why we dream, which may be the biggest question of them all. Before I tranquilize your brain squirrels with all that curious information about dreams, I want to tell you about my buddy Drew and his podcast, or maybe you know him as Scooter, or Scoots. He's the host of the Sleep With Me podcast, and we've been friends for a while. He is a super nice guy, and you can even hear me chat with him in episode 137. In his podcast, sleep with me. He creates these crazy, bizarre, non-linear stories that will definitely distract your squirrels. And he talks in this calm, dulcet tone that will just further lull your squirrels right to sleep. I highly recommend the Sleep With Me podcast, and when you listen, I want you to expect something so strange and so unique that you may have to try it several times before your squirrels start getting hypnotized by his fanciful storytelling style. I went to Apple Podcasts, and I pulled out a review so you can hear someone else describe his podcast. Here's what they wrote. I've had 70 years of insomnia. I've tried it all, but to no avail. 
first you'll have to let yourself go with his gravelly voice and your type A desire to follow a plot or story. But give up. Relax and do it. And skip pills, meditating, white noise, etc. I don't know how it works, but it does. And for your ease, I posted a link in the show notes of this episode to the Sleep With Me podcast. Okay, let's begin tonight's Whisperpedia. The following are select sections and details from the Wikipedia article titled Dream. I'll begin with a summary. A dream is a succession of images, ideas, emotions, and sensations that usually occur involuntarily in the mind during certain stages of sleep. The content and purpose of dreams are not fully understood, although they have been the topic of scientific, philosophical, and religious interest throughout recorded history. Dream interpretation is the attempt at drawing meaning from dreams and searching for an underlying message. Dreams mainly occur in the rapid eye movement REM, stage of sleep, when brain activity is high and resembles that of being awake. REM sleep, or REM sleep, is revealed by continuous movements of the eyes during sleep. At times, dreams may occur during other stages of sleep. However, these dreams tend to be much less vivid or memorable. The length of a dream can vary. They can last for a few seconds or 20 to 30 minutes. People are more likely to remember the dream if they are awakened during the REM phase. The average person has three to five dreams per night and some may have up to seven. However, most dreams are immediately or quickly forgotten. Dreams tend to last longer as the night progresses. During a full eight-hour night's sleep, opinions about the meaning of dreams have varied and shifted through time and culture. Many endorse the Freudian theory of dreams, that dreams reveal insight into hidden desires and emotions. Other prominent theories include those suggesting that dreams assist in memory formation, problem solving, or simply are a product of random brain activation. Sigmund Freud, who developed the psychological discipline of psychoanalysis, 
wrote extensively about dream theories and their interpretations in the early 1900s. He explained dreams as manifestations of one's deepest desires and anxieties, often relating to repressed childhood memories or obsessions. In modern times, dreams have been seen as a connection to the unconscious mind. They range from normal and ordinary to overly surreal and bizarre. Dreams can have varying natures, such as being frightening, exciting, magical, melancholic, adventurous, or sexual. The events in dreams are generally outside the control of the dreamer, with the exception of lucid dreaming, where the dreamer is self-aware. Dreams can at times make a creative thought occur to the person, or give a sense of inspiration. The next section is about the neurobiology of dreams. Distinct types of dreams have been identified for REM and non-REM sleep stages. The vivid, bizarre dreams that are commonly remembered on waking up are primarily associated with REM sleep. Non-REM is commonly associated with more static and thoughtful dreams. These dreams are primarily driven by the hippocampus in the process of long-term memory consolidation and predominantly include memories of events as they happened without the random novel combination of objects seen in REM sleep dreams. The rest of the article focuses on REM sleep dreaming, thereafter simply referred to as dreaming. Since waking up usually happens during the REM stage, the vivid, bizarre REM sleep dreams are the most common type of dreams that are remembered. During REM sleep, brain activity is most like wakefulness. During a typical lifespan, a person spends a total of about six years dreaming, which is about two hours each night. Most dreams last between five minutes to 20 minutes. It is unknown where in the brain dreams originate. If there's a single origin for dreams, or if multiple portions of the brain are involved, or what the purpose of dreaming is for the body or mind. During REM sleep, the release of the neurotransmitters, norepinephrine, serotonin, and histamine, is completely suppressed. However, you will hear shortly that dopamine is not suppressed and may be highly involved. 
most dreams. The person dreaming is not aware that they are dreaming. No matter how absurd or eccentric the dream is, reason for this may be that the prefrontal cortex, the region of the brain responsible for logic and planning, exhibits decreased activity during dreams. This allows the dreamer to be more interactive with the dream without thinking about what might happen, since things that would normally stand out in reality blend in with the dream scenery. When REM sleep episodes were timed for their duration and subjects were awakened to make reports before major editing or forgetting of the dreams could take place, subjects accurately reported the length of time they'd been dreaming in a REM sleep state. Some researchers have speculated that time dilation effects only seem to be taking place upon reflection and don't truly occur within dreams. This close correlation of REM sleep and dream experience was the basis of the first series of reports describing the nature of dreaming, that it is a regular nightly event rather than an occasional phenomenon. Also, that it is correlated with high-frequency activity within each sleep period, occurring at predictable intervals of approximately every 60 to 90 minutes in all humans throughout the lifespan. REM sleep episodes and the dreams that accompany them lengthen progressively through the night, with the first episode being the shortest, about 10 to 12 minutes duration, and the second and third episodes increasing to 15 to 20 minutes. Dreams at the end of the night may last as long as 15 minutes, although may be experienced as several distinct episodes due to momentary arousals interrupting sleep as the night ends. Dreams can be reported from normal subjects 50% of the time when they are awakened prior to the end of the first REM period. However, this rate of retrieval is increased to about 99% when awakenings are made from the last REM period of the night. The increase in the ability to recall dreams appears related to intensification across the night in the vividness of dream imagery, colors, and emotions. One of the central questions of sleep research is what part of the brain is driving dreams video auditory experience. So far, it doesn't seem to be the prefrontal cortex or the hippocampus, 
it is also unclear how exactly images appear in one's perception during REM sleep. Some scientists describe it as the neocortex is making the best of a bad job in producing even partially coherent dream imagery from the relatively noisy signals sent up from the brainstem. In 1976, two scientists proposed a theory that the signals interpreted as dreams originate from signals in the brainstem during REM sleep and affect other regions of the brain. The brain synthesizes and interprets these activities and attempts to create meaning from these signals, resulting in dreams. And this other research did not encounter cases of loss of dreaming with patients having brainstem damage. It is also commonly accepted that the intensity of dreams during REM sleep can be dialed up or down by the dopamine-producing cells. For example, drugs that block dopamine, like Haloperidol inhibit frequent vivid dreaming, while the increase of dopamine due to drugs like L-Dopa stimulate excessive vivid dreaming. REM sleep and the ability to dream seem to be embedded in the biology of many animals in addition to humans. Scientific research suggests that all mammals experience REM sleep. The range of REM can be seen across species. Dolphins experience minimal REM, while humans are in the middle of the scale. And at the other end of the scale, the armadillo and the opossum are among the most prolific dreamers based on their REM patterns. All mammals studied have shown signs of dreaming, including monkeys, dogs, cats, rats, elephants, and shrews. There have also been signs of dreaming in birds and reptiles. The next section is about the function of dreams. From a Darwinian perspective, dreams would have to fulfill some kind of biological requirement, provide some benefit for natural selection to take place, or at least have no negative impact on fitness. Many hypotheses have been proposed as to what function dreams perform, some of which have been contradicted by later empirical studies. It has also been proposed that dreams serve no particular purpose, and that they are simply a byproduct of biochemical processes that only occur in the brain during sleep. The continual activation theory 
proposes that the function of sleep is to process, encode, and transfer the data from the temporary memory store to the long-term memory store. Another theory suggests that dreams are a need and that they have the function to erase sensory impressions that were not fully worked up and erase ideas that were not fully developed during the day. Because of dreaming, incomplete material is either removed, suppressed, or deepened and included into memory. In essence, some have viewed that sleep serves to sweep away unnecessary memories and connections from the day. This is similar to the reverse learning theory, which states that dreams are like the cleaning up operations of computers when they are offline, removing or suppressing junk from the mind during sleep. Another theory describes dreams as playing a central role in a two-phase sleep process that improves the mind's ability to meet human needs during wakefulness. In this theory, dreams create and test possible scenarios. Those that appear adaptive are retained, while those that appear maladaptive are not retained. Alfred Adler suggested that dreams are often emotional preparations for solving problems, intoxicating an individual away from common sense toward private logic. The residual dream feelings may either reinforce or inhibit contemplated action. Numerous theories state that dreaming is a random byproduct of REM sleep physiology and that it doesn't serve any natural purpose. Flanagan claims that dreams are evolutionary epiphenomena and they have no adaptive function. Quote, Dreaming came along as a free ride on a system designed to think and to sleep. End quote. Hobson also considers dreams epiphenomena, but for different reasons. He believes that the substance of dreams have no significant influence on waking actions, and most people go about their daily lives perfectly well without remembering their dreams. The activation synthesis theory hypothesizes that the peculiar nature of dreams is attributed to certain parts of the brain trying to piece together a story out of what is essentially bizarre information. Some evolutionary psychologists believe dreams serve some adaptive function for survival. Deidre Barrett describes dreaming as simply thinking in different biochemical states and believes people continue to work on all the same problems, personal and objective, in that state. Her 
research finds that anything, math, musical composition, business dilemmas, make it solved during dreaming. A Finnish psychologist posits that dreams have evolved for threat simulation exclusively. According to the threat simulation theory he proposes, during much of human evolution, physical and interpersonal threats were serious, giving reproductive advantage to those who survived them. Therefore, dreaming evolved to replicate these threats and continually practice dealing with them. In support of this theory, contemporary dreams comprise much more threatening events than people meet in daily non-dream life, and the dreamer usually engages appropriately with them. The defense of immobilization theory proposes that REM sleep is an evolutionary transformation of a well-known defensive mechanism, the tonic immobility reflex. This reflex, also known as animal hypnosis or death feigning, functions as the last line of defense against an attacking predator and consists of the total immobilization of the animal. In other words, the animal appears dead, like when playing possum. The neurophysiology and phenomenology of this reaction shows striking similarities to REM sleep, a fact that suggests a deep evolutionary kinship. For example, both reactions exhibit brainstem control, paralysis, hippocampal theta, and thermoregulatory changes. In this last section will be five additional brief theories about the function of dreams. Two scientists have suggested that dreams may function in part to recombine unconscious elements within consciousness on a temporary basis, and this may contribute to maintaining an optimal information processing flexibility in brain information networks. Another hypothesis is that dreams allow the repressed parts of the mind to be satisfied through fantasy while keeping the conscious mind from thoughts that would suddenly cause one to awaken from shock. Another scientist says dreams may function like psychotherapy by making connections in a safe place and allowing the dreamer to integrate thoughts that may be dissociated during waking life. Another scientist has proposed that the dream, when told to someone else, may communicate something that is not being said outright. And lastly, it has been proposed that dreams may simply be a way to help to regulate mood.
this concludes tonight's Whisperpedia episode. I hope you are deeply relaxed, or even better, 